Jesse Lang. And you're listening to Ethical Sex Talk. We are back again. Absolutely. Always back. Yes. And today we are discussing the pleasures of sex and its benefits. Woohoo. Which I think is a, a rather interesting topic. interesting topic. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. So here's the major, 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 major question. Is sex healthy? Without a doubt. I, I, I mean, absolutely. Sex is actually shown to be very beneficial. Yes, in, in many ways. It actually activates neurotransmitters, which impacts several body organs as well as the brain. I need all the help I can get when it comes to my brain. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm not even going to lie there. So there's actually a lot more benefits than just that. We're going to go over them real quick here. Um, so there is better heart health. So it lowers your risk of heart disease. There is lower blood pressure. It can lower your blood pressure. It can heighten your immune system. It has also been proven to help your self-esteem as well as decrease your depression and even help your anxiety. Lord knows I need help with anxiety. Me too. And Me depression. Too. Definitely. It's, it's definitely a necessity for me. I need help. Help me. Help me, help me, help me. Help me, world. Help me. You know. Yes. So it can also increase your libido, which if you're having sex, I wonder how much your libido really needs help. But Right, exactly. <laughs> um, it can also offer immediate pain relief. So I know a lot of times when I'm having sex, like I have physical pain all over my body because I have fibromyalgia. Yeah. And let me tell you, those endorphins and adrenaline that surge through your body definitely have an effect on my my pain levels which is really interesting because I wouldn't if I were um, a younger self of me a younger version of myself excuse me I wouldn't imagine that it would be something that would help with pain and it definitely does it affects my pain level I I can have a very I can say that for me it really it does help decrease my pain. It definitely does for me too because it's like that euphoric kind of feeling where the pain almost comes, you know, it starts as pain, but then during sex it becomes almost soothing. Yeah. Like the warmth, 
that comes over your body. It's like being washed over with a warm kind of feeling, you know, and I, it's, I agree. It's, it's a lot better, uh, to get through now afterwards, I may not be able to move for a while. Me too. But I know that there's been times where I have had sex and afterwards I cannot move because I'm just in that euphoric state. And it, I just had that major wonderful orgasm that just, it, it, it made my body say, okay, we need a break Ooh. <laughs> and just sit there and enjoy it. Yeah. But then you, Sometimes you end up having to get up anyway because you have to pee or, or something. Or you have to clean yourself up. Yeah, exactly. And you're just like, fuck. You know, yes. I have to get up anyway. I've actually had times where I've had such major orgasms that I couldn't walk afterwards. Oh, that's not that. that's fun, <laughs> but it's not fun. Yeah. Um, my legs will start shaking and get really weak and I can't hardly stand up. I remember one time I was having sex and... It was it was a similar situation, and you know, as we were talking about off air, it was it was one of those oral situations where, yeah. and I had to get up in the wheelchair afterwards because there was something to do and we were late because, <laughs> you know, and uh, I went to stand up and basically just collapsed. In the floor because my legs were so jelloey. Jelloey, yeah. Yep, I totally get that. Well, moving on here, there's also an aspect of one of the benefits of sex is actually, and I can say I experienced this myself. It actually can help you sleep better. I definitely sleep better after I had sex. I I do too. Uh, I'm always sleeping like a baby after I have sex. It's wonderful. Me too. It's wonderful. Um, let's see. It also can increase the intimacy between your partner and you, which obviously makes a whole lot of sense. As well as, and I hope you already know this one, but it is a major stress reducer. Oh, you, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Because, like, there is nothing more satisfying than coming home after being on stage all night and having that release because you're stressed out about whatever's going on at work or whatever's going on in your in life, and you just have that release, and then you feel so much better. Yep, Absolutely. And, you know, moving on here, masturbation actually has similar beneficial um, aspects of it as well. And, however, it is slightly less effective. Let's see. Let's go into some of the things that um, masturbation's benefits are. So there is the benefit, let's see, releases sexual tension. Obviously, it helps with stress, um, as well as it also has better sleep and self-esteem issues. It treats sexual problems. It relieves menstrual cramps and muscle tension. And here was one that I thought was really interesting. It, it actually also tones your pelvic muscles as well as your anal areas, which is really interesting to me. 
I mean, it makes sense. You're using those muscles to, you know, orgasm. Yeah, and like ejaculate. Yeah. So I I could see how that works. Um, it also boosts your mood, which I can see how that would be something that would help. And it just in general, it helps you relax. Exactly, it does. However, um, if you are not able to orgasm during sex or during masturbation, it is less effective, but it still has some of the same benefits. Well, it I can't see how it would, though, like as far as masturbation, like how does that work? Well, if you don't orgasm or have that euphoric experience, if you don't ejaculate or whatever, it doesn't release all those other hormones. Right. But I can see how it would be confusing. Like, how does it still release, you know, stress and stuff like that? Because you're still using that. You still get euphoric feelings from just masturbating itself and not reaching orgasm right i get. i guess i guess you're right i mean it still releases that sexual tension i mean yeah but if you're like me and get cramps in your arms <laughs> you know and i you, mean it's definitely not great it's not as great as um it would typically be without you know the orgasm or the ability to actually finish but I think it's still, it it allows those benefits as well to continue to happen. Right. So, um, and going on to, so porn. I watch a lot of it. (laughs) I feel like there's a very controversial view on porn because, I mean, obviously there are some downfalls to watching porn such as you know expecting too much from your partners or whatever that may be and i mean there is there such a is there such a thing as too much uh porn and i mean yeah i there kind of might be i mean if you're if your masturbation is interfering with your life like school or work or relationships or it's physically harming your body then it's not really good for you anymore I I agree. I mean, I've never had it to that point where it interferes with my life. If you're having to sit there and watch and masturbate that much that it's interfering with your life, I feel like that that might be the only point where it's like, okay, this is too much masturbation. This is too much porn. Um, But I don't think that, you know, necessarily watching porn is ever a negative thing. I feel like there can be an increase in the expectations from your partner because you see all this cool stuff and it's like oh we can do this or you should be able to do this and that's not always the case that's not always possible and I feel like that that might you know be a downfall to watching porn and then there's the expectations of body image and it can lower your self-esteem well I don't look like that exactly but I feel like that that's part of the issue is Maybe the the porn industry needs to work on you know opening up to not having specific um, guidelines guidelines for what you look like or even with disabilities. Exactly, I there mean, should be more porn out there with people with disabilities. 
well, that, able-bodied people. That's actually something uh, my partner and I were discussing at one point. Uh, she was she's a disability advocate, and she's like, you know, honey, there should be more uh, inclusion of disabled people within the porn industry. And I think you would be a good candidate. <laughs> That's what she said. And I'm actually interested in getting into the industry because I want to be a, a face for the the for disability in the porn industry. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Well, and you know the thing about it is is that porn and disability it, it's very it could be very informative to people who are like, I want to have um, a sexual encounter with my, my partner who is disabled, but how do I do that? Exactly. It could be very educational. I mean, I have been in mostly what we call interabled relationships. Right. Which and, is, which is I'm disabled, but my partner is not right. And I am confused because now I'm with someone who's also alterabled. Mm-hmm. And now I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> right, right, right. And that's the thing, as I also believe, is there needs to be... Excuse me. And that's the thing. I also believe there needs to be some form of equipment that helps people who are with that are both disabled maybe like um adaptive sex swings yeah that have harnesses that can hold the the like for me i'm gonna i'm gonna get a little personal here for me my torso is too weak to hold myself up and be able to perform sexually like if I'm on top. So there should be an, a, a piece of equipment that allows for someone like me to be secure right? and be able to perform. Like we're talking about benefits. How are you supposed to have sex if you can't physically be able to do it? Because they don't have stuff out there that helps you. I know that they do but i don't think it's it's not out there enough there's not enough different types of equipment there's not enough um the prices need to be lowered you know stuff like that i mean you can't sit there and really be able to have sex with a partner if i mean you have to think that they're disabled you don't know what their financial place is and having to spend you know a thousand dollars on a piece of equipment that you know may or may not even work right you know, uh, I I feel like I've I've been wanting to become an inventor because I'm I'm so in tune and into the the sex industry and the whole idea of sex that I want to become like an inventor and try to help people with uh, disabilities lead a normal sex life. And I feel like that was one thing that we had in common. I was like, I want to help you with this, like. This is a big deal. Like, you know, yeah, there is some some equipment out there, but realistically, there's not enough options. There's not enough different types of technology that'll help you guys or equipment that'll help you guys be able to be intimate with each other. And that's such an important part of a relationship. Exactly. And 
it's, I mean, it's okay to do this, but not everybody wants to enlist help when they're in the bedroom. Right. But we've made the agreement that that's okay for now. Right. You know. Sometimes that is part of it, too. You know, you got to have some kind of help during that kind of thing, which isn't, you know, as big of a deal, but it, it, it kind of is. It can be. It can be very uncomfortable. And finding someone that's willing to do that for you. Yeah. And, you know, that's something that we've discussed a lot off air. Yeah. You know, and uh, we've had discussions and Tylee and I have had discussions and she's comfortable with it, but also wants to be able to have sex when no one's around, too. Right. And that's the biggest thing for us. Yep. Well, I mean, there's a lot of benefits and downfalls to, you know, that kind of, you know, an intimate relationship. I mean, you, you've you got some ups and downs when it comes to, you know, especially sex like that. Yeah, the, it's it's really hard to get past the fear. But it also has to be really interesting and really... Um, exciting to think about it all it it really is because you know when like when we're discussing it i'm always like wow this is interesting like yeah how would it be for you know a lot of people aren't comfortable with people witnessing it or watching or or being in the room but uh we we've agreed that it's okay for whoever's around to help us right if if they're willing and you know able to uh, but we want to be able to have our own time too yeah so there's all so there's so many things that are beneficial for sex and masturbation and even porn like there's so many benefits to it and and like with the porn one thing that we kind of went over was the educational part of it when we were talking about the disabilities and the able-bodied person thing um, is there's a lot of education that you can get from porn. Yes, and you can also find things that you might want to try on your own. And that, that's, that's also a great part of it. That's a good mention. And, the, and you know, I've, I've seen things in movies like, ooh, I want to try that, you know. Yeah. Um, that's kind of how I got interested in the idea of bondage because I was just like, ooh, this is interesting. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know. Well, so overall, let's let's really think about this. It is so beneficial. Like you really have to think about all the benefits. If you're not having sex, if you're not masturbating, <laughs> and if not necessarily watching porn, but if you're not masturbating, if you're not having sex, you are losing out in so many different benefits. Yes, and frankly, uh, it's been a long time since I've had any sort of interaction as far as with a female. You know, guys are another story, but... <laughs> and, you know, I'm one that needs both. Yeah. And it's just been a while. So I'm a little bit nervous about the whole thing because 
it's going to be really different. Yeah. And I'm just hoping that there's a way that we can get through all of those things. You know, when the time comes, it's a little scary. I bet. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it all up. Yes, I I think that's a pretty um, broad um, kind of description, and we'll probably hit on some more of this as more, you know we find out more. Oh, yeah. But as we always say, if you'd like to email us and tell us your story, whether you love it, hate it, whatever the case may be, if you want to be interviewed, if you just want to say hello, you can do so at Ethical Sex Talk. At gmail.com and this is Aphrodite. I am Jesse Lang. Thanks for listening. Keep it ethical, everyone. Mm-hmm.